shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. Building a great business. That's what we're going to talk about today on the show. I'm joined with Butch Bennett, owner of Builders Surplus. Butch, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. I'm glad to have you. Uh, I know I've driven by the business, heard a lot about it. Tell the folks in the audience who might not know Builders Surplus, tell us a little bit about the business. Okay, so we're selling uh, everything from, what's the commercial thing line I've used? You know, doors, windows, floors, or more, cabinets. Uh, occasionally lumber and traditional building materials. Um, got a little hardware section up in the front. Um, but primarily doors, windows, flooring, cabinets is the big one. Roofing. Um, and then, you know, like I said, it uh, changes as we get deals on stuff. There you go. So as you get deals on stuff, so the surplus part of the business kind of keeps it extra exciting. How does that work? Yeah, I've got brokers I deal with. I've got... Um, large uh, building supply places that I regularly go take all of their excess inventory, whether it's special orders or um, changing suppliers, what have you, um, that we can get a, a great discount and sell it for 50 60% of retail. You're scooping up discounts and passing it on to your customers. I'm here to offer a service. Oh, and we're glad that you are. <laughs> What's your normal uh, customer profile? Are these builders, homeowners, mix of both? Got a mix of all, I'll say. And I've got some, I have some DIY people. Um, I have some contractors. And I have a section of like either house flippers or general contractor types. So we, we get pretty much everything. And this, there's nothing wrong with these products. They're new, great shape. Yeah. Some people come in looking for a, a use this or a use that, and that's not something we have. It's not a it's not a salvage place. It is a surplus. Right. Not salvage surplus. I've never even thought about the difference. But there is a difference. Correct. How did you get into this business? Is this a family business, something you bought? How they come to be? It's kind of a, it's a sort of family business that I've, absolutely just fell into right. um good thing <laughs> um my uncle had started a store i went up with a my former business partner to look at it see if we could open one there when i became a little dissatisfied with uh we'll call it the education bureaucracy all right and i always like to i always like to temper that with they were probably getting a little tired of me too <laughs> so were you a school teacher <clears throat> before yes. okay yep. um so yeah we started that and you know we we're gonna we we're gonna start our own down here and then he was kind of ready to get out of the business with his building partner, so we bought him out and opened one in Hayesville, North Carolina, and ran that for a few years. And Well, actually, about six months into it, um, the the Great Recession started. And, <laughs> you know, it's one of those, you look back on it, and I'm like, I have no business knowing that, I mean, I knew that we would not, I, I told my partner, I said, we're not going to make it if we don't open a, a store in Gainesville. And that was like in July or August of 08. And I was oh, like, wow. I, I had no, we started in January of 08. And 
there's nothing in my background that suggests that I should have known that. I chalk it up to God's grace. And um, you were never a fortune teller uh, no. in a prior career. <laughs> no. Never a tarot card reader. Okay. <laughs> no, not at all. But we opened up here in October of 2008, 2007, 2007. And um, the rest is kind of history. We've just been kind of, we made it through the rough time, about three or four years of really rough. And then um, we've just been growing from there. If you're just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X, I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with Butch Bennett of Builder Surplus. Uh, Butch, so what made you think that was... That was the, the grace of God, luck, whatever everyone wants to call it, that you opened that Gainesville store. What made you decide, after only being in business a few months, you needed that other location where things just not, not a lot of volume there in Hayesville? Um, less volume, for sure. Um, the uh, Maybe it's, it might have started slowing down a little bit, and right. um, I just knew the population was more here than it is in Hayesville. And as it turned out, this location, if you take the counties that we butt up against, is probably one of the best locations in the whole state. Uh, I, I, as a as a as a person who lives here, I can't uh, cannot argue with that. I, but I had no idea. I mean, I just it was this is where we live. Let's just try this here and and I, but I did know that I had a lot of potential surplus sellers in um, the uh, building supply business that I could buy from and, you know, turn it over potentially faster here. And it's, it has worked out that way. Yeah. And your business, I suppose that is a big deal, not just having a customer base around you, but having, yeah, the, who you're going to purchase from. Absolutely. And it's for the first six months to two years, probably I would actively seek out suppliers and stuff. And then at some point, my phone started ringing. They're coming to you. Yeah. They know you'll you'll help them offload stuff. Correct. So, do you still have the North Carolina location? Do not. I sold it back to my uncle that we bought it from. All right. And he ran it for a few years, and then he sold it to uh, his manager, and they're actually still running it now. I tell you, I've seen this so many times in business that something, some change that you make ends up being the main route that you're in when you were had the store in hazel that was it that was everything all your focus was on that and you thought hey we should open this other location and now that is your everything it's way bigger than what you did in hazel but if you hadn't had the guts to make that change you might not be here at all correct i mean it's just hard to wrap your head around the whole how the whole situation has changed over the the years and it's the the market has changed. The, our customer base has changed. The how we supply has changed. Uh, we've tried three or four different things that have worked for a while. We've had to phase them out. COVID was a whole nightmare all in and of itself. But then people wanted to start redoing their houses, so that right that was good. Yeah, we there were several things about COVID that really helped us out a lot. You didn't mind if they spent some of that CARES Act money uh, getting doors and windows from you? Nope, not a problem at all. I actually thought, I was like, we're going to get shut down. We're not essential. And, you know, obviously, no builder supply place was non-essential. Right. I think that the uh, CEO of Home Depot had said at some point in the, we'll call it the COVID area, that, that, you know, every house in America was getting a new back deck put on. 
which you probably felt that way. Now, during COVID, was it harder to get inventory because everything was selling or slower to be produced? All of the above. Right. Um, we went from a week turnaround on our new order windows to four, five, six months. Wow. Same thing on doors. I mean, just, things were just crazy. Just I mean, like everybody. You know, yeah. heard this story a lot, and people got used to that. That quote-unquote supply chain issues. Right. So from your perspective, is all that smoothed out and back to normal, or are there lasting changes that you see in your business? We've pretty much moved past it all. Um, I know there's some suppliers that still have some issues, but for the most we're back to a week or so on windows and doors turn around in a week, week and a half on the special order things, and truckloads come when truckloads come. So you can still do special orders? Yes. And is that outside of the scope of surplus? You would think it would be, but, you know, it's... We tr- we try to keep our customers from making mistakes, and just the I'm not gonna say we're absolute building building supply experts, but um, you know sizes on doors and windows that kind of stuff. We you know you just try to keep customers from making five hundred thousand, fifteen hundred dollar mistakes. That's that's nice. Customers appreciate not making five thousand dollar mistakes in in my experience so and your son works with you in the business great i want to dive into the dynamics of having family in the business (laughs) when we get back from this break butch on north georgia business radio x Building a family and building a business, sometimes you can build them both at the same time. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with business owner and family man, Butch Bennett of Builder Surplus. We spoke a little bit, uh, Butch, about how your son works in the business with you, which is great. Probably sometimes more great than others. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Are there any other family members in the business? Uh, I Probably everybody. All um, right. My wife does our day-to-day bookkeeping. Okay. Uh, my daughter has worked. When we first started, she would work when she's in, like, elementary school. She would come in and work. When we, everybody worked on Saturday in, oh. in the North Carolina store. Okay. And then she has picked back up and done some marketing for us, um, you know, just for the, like, on through Facebook advertising and stuff like that. She's taking care of a lot of that. And then my son is just... Full, and his wife full time in the store. Wow! So they grew up in the business, and then just parlayed right into full time. Or did they work anywhere else in between? Uh, Will's taken. Will Will has taken a break. He did um, worked at a bike shop. Went to school a little bit. Um, he was in the military, so he spent his nine month his year deployment in Afghanistan. Oh wow! Uh, Thank you, back. Will. Yeah, they've done a great job. And, you know, just transitioned. It seemed like a good fit for him at some point in time, and he kind of jumped in. All right. Well, we speak with a lot of different businesses, some of which have a family component. And I I guess you got into yours working with your uncle. Correct. 
what do you see as things if I'm a business owner and I either maybe I have family in the business or I have younger kids who I'm contemplating being in the business, what advice would you tell me about how to most effectively do that? I think with uh, Will has done and everybody that I've talked to that's done the same thing is the um, children have just grown up, done ev- done all the grunt work. All the grunt work, yep. Um, you need to, I mean, you just can't start off in the start out in the president suite kind of thing. Um, yeah, and it's from a for a several reasons. I think respect of your uh, coworkers. Um, what was I listened to? I think Dave Ramsey made a comment. Did he get elected in the boardroom or in the elevator? <laughs> and elevator is obviously a better choice uh, on that as for anybody. I mean, everybody needs to know that you're competent. Right. So, so let them start from the bottom. Don't just <clears throat> bring a child in from elsewhere and put them in some VP position. Let them sweep the warehouse. Yeah. I th- Take I th- out the trash. Starting in the VP thing, I think, is just a prescription for disaster and resentment right and you don't want that i think growing up at working with my dad he was almost extra hard on me just to show he wasn't doing any favoritism yeah i know for a fact i was yeah <laughs> probably a little over the top but yeah. well it worked out that he wanted to come back all right so the the them starting out at the bottom doing the grunt work that helps with respect of the other employees, respect for the other employees, their understanding of the business. These are good management things. But also, them having to work every Saturday, etc., that could burn a, a kid out and, and have them where they're not interested. So I wonder, what do you think are some keys that helped make it so your kids wanted to come back? That's pretty special. Yeah, um, that's a good, that is a good question. You're I, a cool dude. That helps. Of course. They want to hang out with you. (laughs) They would not agree with that. (laughs) If you're just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X, I'm your host, Phil Benelli, hanging out with a cool dude, Butch Bennett of Builder Surplus. Um, Yeah, the. uh, I think I've always worked hard, always shown up. So they see you working hard. uh, I think the role model, I think, is a big part of it. Um, You know, from teaching and coaching to running this and i mean they've you know i know for well both kids both kids and my wife seen me. we just jumped up there you know on forklift load this move that grab the door load it up stock the windows i mean sweep the floors clean the toilets do what needs to be done and i love that they were there <clears throat> working with you because you get to be together that's a tough thing about entrepreneurship it does require a lot of work and you don't want to sacrifice that important time with your family. So if you can be working together, how wonderful is that? Yeah, that's a, a big big uh, benefit, I guess. You get everybody together. Get them together. Now, as a as a dad who has young kids now that, that do some work with me, uh, did your kids complain a lot? Or did they like it? Or, or did they complain, but now they like it? What is that dynamic like? Um, I don't think they complain much. I, they kind of enjoyed it. It's just what, kind of like church on Sunday. This is what this we do. What you did. This is what we do. We're gonna go work at the store on Saturday. Yep. And there's some fun things that hey, maybe we'll get burgers for lunch. We Listen did. To radio. Lunch was lunch was. I remember lunch being a big deal. Ah. Oh. And we just when we we've always kind of back then we bought lunch for everybody. Now I buy biscuits for everybody on Saturday morning oh. kind of thing. So. 
That's great. The business is open six days a week. Correct. All right. And what are the hours? 8.30 to 5, Monday through Saturday. Okay. Yep. Awesome. And please do, we talked a little bit about location, I think. I, it's hard to remember what was on air and off air. Tell folks where Builder Surplus is so they could come and get great value on doors, windows, etc. there. Uh, the address is 1319 Hancock Avenue in Gainesville. It's in between, we like to say it's in between the two racetracks on Ridge Road. In between the two race, boy, those are two close together racetracks, aren't they? They are. You can get a Red Bull wherever you want. <laughs> if that's what you need. Shucks. <laughs> where, where is your biscuit place that you like to get the biscuits? Uh, you know, we move it around. If I, if I have to, if I'm forced to go eat breakfast with somebody, then we, you know, we pick up Long Street. And then okay. if I'm just picking up on the way in, we hit the dairy spot there on mm, 129. Delicious. That's, that's the main ones. I like it. All right. So you've got the family in the business. Second generation. And with that comes, you know, that, that that's something that does uh, necessitate growth. That's a, a reason to keep growing so you can add people to the business. What are the plans? Where do you see the business going over the next three to five years, Butch? Well, we're, we're uh, first thing we want to maximize what we can do at our current location. Um, and then we've, you know, potentially open a second location um you know and then you know we're we're a good fit for you know some property management type stuff so that may be where we go but right now i think we're focused around the second location don't know where that's going to be yet or how we're going to do it still kind of figuring that out now something that you said very wisely i you know i could tell there's the focus on second location but and that's very sexy. That's very shiny. Second location, right? But you said you want to maximize the first location first. Absolutely. Very wise. I would have thought that we were close to it. My son tends to think we can potentially even double where we're at. Wow. Now, what does maximize mean? Uh, and, and when you say double, more product, more inventory, a better flow. How would you? What would you do to cherry it up? Um, well, the, the easiest benchmark to use is total sales. Sure. But we have to, you know, we still have to have inventory coming in at a, at a good price. You can't be, you know, just buying stuff new. And then, um, where was I going to go? The, um, keeping materials in, not running out of things. So we're working running we're, out. right now. Our biggest, um, focus is, you know, keeping material back stock where we're not going to, you know, we've got, instead of one supplier, we've got two. We keep a half a truckload in the back. But if we get down to half a truckload, we're going to order another truck. Okay. In order to grow then, sell more. And you have to have more to sell more. Correct. Therefore, inventory management, basically. Having more inventory, having access to more inventory. Mm-hmm. And then, so I... I imagine there's some subset of your customer base you're having to say, we don't have what you need. So just having the more inventory will we'll fix that. But then getting more customers, which plays into what your daughter's doing with the marketing, I imagine. Yep. We've uh, really pushed our Facebook marketing. Um, we're actually working with a company that integrates our customer base with our Facebook audience, creating a, we'll call it an AI audience and that's all right ai and the integration it's a great place to go after this break on north georgia business radio x 
Whether it's computers and software or doors and windows, technology changes everything. Let's talk about that a little bit here with Butch Bennett, owner of uh, Builder Surplus on North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli. Butch, right before the break, we were talking about some of the marketing, which your daughter uh, has is helping with the marketing and the social media, and how AI influences some of that. In, in what way? Well, we've signed up with a company and to do our Facebook primary. My daughter does some of it, okay. And but this other company is taking on a bigger, bigger role, and they take our customer base and link it in with our Facebook uh, follows audience, I guess, and right, and then create a a. Well, what would you call it? A synthetic, not a synthetic. A uh, do they pick like an ideal customer yeah, for you, they, like an avatar? Pick, I bet yeah, they call it. There you it. go. Yep. They don't call it that, but something like that. But they, so they find our what our customer base is, um, and then they target the advertising to that audience. And this works in through the Facebook algorithms, if you will, and so they and they do a. One that based on demographics, which is you know they just pick a range around the store and the the uh, customer profile, age, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And then that, but then then they get into the Facebook, which I guess Facebook has. Okay, here's your customer base. That's these you know three thousand people, and then here's what they like. Here's what they so other they take they your follow. customer base. And then they go and they eat, regardless of if those customers are following you on Facebook, they can look at Facebook to learn about your customer base and say, here is your target customer. 80% of your customers are like this, and they enjoy this. Hey, 60% of your customers enjoy bass fishing, so why don't you have a giveaway for a fishing rod? And they just get you data. Yep. How has that, have you... Have you seen any results of this so far? Yeah, I had a meeting. Actually, had a meeting this morning with it, and um, we have in the last seven weeks we picked up by how they tie it together. And I'm not really clear on all that stuff, but you know, 77 customers, 32 were new customers. Wow! And linked it to a hundred thousand dollars in sales. Oh my goodness! In a, in a seven week period, that's that's significant. Wow. Well, so if you your son thinks that you can double output at your current location, that's one great way to do it, right? So you're yeah. getting these new new customers through that. That is so why. So how did you hear about this company? Some guy was pounding the pavement, came in and door, you know, just cold cold sale. All right, cold call, and. It was kind of funny. He was in there going over all the details of it, and me and Will and I are looking at each other going, that's that nefarious stuff again. Oh, no. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> nice. Well, the data is out there, and on people's Facebook, they're sharing. You know, on my Facebook, I don't know, it says I went to UGA, and I like whatever kinds of books and all this stuff. I put it out there, right. and I click and buy things sometimes through links on facebook so i'm putting that data out there why not use it yeah it is very interesting i i utilize um actually i utilize the great folks at rt creative little plug for randy and taylor and lydia they do a great job 
I utilize them. They do my social media for me on the farm and do a wonderful job. And I love looking at the back end of Facebook and seeing, yeah, the the age, range, gender, all that stuff of the folks who are following the farm. Mm -hmm. And then I can look and target things based on that. Uh, It's just neat. The data is available. And so why not use it? And kudos to you for tracking it. If you're going to utilize a partner... Who, who tells you they're going to do something, they better be able to track it. Oh, yeah. That's a lot, too much money to just be throwing it out there. Right. And 32 new customers, $100,000 new sales. That the, makes, makes me happy. Listen the, here, <laughs> North Georgia Business Radio X audience, you could be a new customer, and you could make Butch happy, so go to Builder Surplus <laughs> right there between the racetracks and get a great value on building materials. Why not? Yeah, and you know, and if you do your sponsoring trout fishing trips, you know, that oh. kind of thing, and th- that's my goal. That is my end goal. Trout fishing trips. Oh yeah. So what are you thinking about? So, and this might be something that we 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 got to take off the air. But what sort of conversations happen? It's a family business. How do you communicate plans of at this age? I would like to retire, or I'd like to work three days a week. Is that very open and discussed well within the family group? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. It's interesting. That I think, for the most part, everybody at the store would just soon I not come in. <laughs> <laughs> Except for when you bring biscuits. Right. Saturday morning, I've got to be there. And the earlier, the better. But There um, you go. They get hungry. Yeah. But it, the communicating is a key. You know, what are the goals? And I tell them, hey, my goal is to be gone. I want to be fishing. You know, I'll do it. And when I'm, But when I'm here, when I'm in, in Georgia... I'm going to be there every day. All right. Um, until, like, I'm going to have to leave early today because there's lightning bugs in Gatlinburg calling me. All right. Yeah. We, so up in Tennessee is where you right. like to go yeah. fishing? No, I like to go fishing out west. All right. Like, it's just spectacular. Mm. Yeah. So you are doing that now. So you're not working full-time necessarily right now. I wouldn't call I wouldn't call it full-time. All right. You're, you're probably just working a 45-hour week now. Yeah, down to down to forty five hours. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great, and you've built it such as that. Will and the others can run it. Great, and we have, like I say, Will is primary. His wife does a great job. Savetta does a great job, and I've got two or three others that are, we'll call them principals that know what needs to be done, show up every day, and not hit home runs. So this is wonderful. This this is great. You love fishing. You like the beauty of the outdoors. You've taken the risk, built this great business, earned this. Was it hard for you to hand over more control? How did that go about? Because that can be tough. You're 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 holding the reins. You're doing this. You're building this. Or was it something that, hey, this is my son. These are these people who have worked here a long time. I trust them. No big deal. It's a little hard in that you've got they've got to demonstrate that they're proficient. For sure. Um, you know the uh, I, I I don't have any. I like to think I don't have a big ego involved that I've got to be in charge and I've got to be running everything. It probably shows up some in some aspect, but I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just, like I say, I want it to be successful. If it's successful, I don't care who's doing it and who gets the credit for it. All right. When you are there, when you're in town, you're there all the time, every day. What do you see now as your role? Just filling in gaps where they're at or providing some direction? Yeah, a little bit of direction, filling in gaps. If 
if I have to go grab a door, that's just just go grab it. You know, you help go. them load stuff. But rarely they they try to push me out of the way, which <laughs> I'm pretty much grateful for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the little direction, make sure little things are getting done, and trying to do things to make their job easier. Oh, the facilitator, great. if you will. Right. Um, I might, might get some argument back from them on that, but that's, that's what I'm trying to do. They said, but you make our lives harder. I'm sure they wouldn't say that. Um, tell me if, how you feel about this. I personally find, you know, people do need to show some confidence, competence, but then I like to assume people are capable and give them responsibility because I find that a lot of times they live into that. How, how do you feel about that? Like when your son took over more of the day to day, you had to let go. You had to let him do it. You had to. Sometimes you got to let people do it, maybe before they're ready, because they're not fully ready till they've done it. Yeah, there's two sides of that. Um, they've got to show you, and sometimes you know. And if you just assume that they can do it, you're setting yourself up for failure. You got to know. You've got to have some reason right. to believe that. <clears throat> and there's some little little things that I nitpick about. You know, just show me you know how to do it. You know, right? Um, the yeah, they, it's uh, but sometimes it's a. I, I got this back when I was in high school. There's a right way, a wrong way, and the ranger way. There's, <laughs> there's a right way to do it, the wrong way to do it, and the way I want you to do it. They are. Right, we're gonna pick back up on that and where to hold on or let go when we get back after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. So the right way, the wrong way, and the ranger way. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with Butch Bennett of Builder Surplus. As we were discussing handing over the reins, which can be hard to do, you got to hold on to those reins amidst a lot of turbulence and a lot of bucking as you're you're getting, you know, riding that horse of building the business. But as you transition to some different leadership, Let's break that down, uh, Butch. What, what do you mean by there's a right way, a wrong way, and the ranger way? Well, the, the background on that is I went to a summer camp. It was run by the Army Rangers when oh, I was wow. in high school. And they, they that was their saying, the right way, the wrong way, and the ranger way. So there's a way that this certain part of the military does things, and it's not like everybody else does it. And I've got certain things that I want done a certain way, <clears throat> and so we've got the right way, the wrong way, and Butch's way. <laughs> And, you know, my guys, Will included, all the way down the chain, They, if they can demonstrate that they do it differently, you've got to be able to acknowledge them and say, okay, that works. It's not the way I would have done it, right. but it works. Leave them alone. Yeah. And I've been accused on more than one occasion of micromanaging. Um, probably about 75% of the time, they're probably right. 25% of the time, I'm just making sure it gets done correctly. I love your honesty and your retrospection on these things, Butch. And th- there's great lessons in this for our audience, so I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. But yeah, I, I think it's so key to be able to recognize that there are things that are Butch's way, there are things that are Phil's way, and let's encourage our employees, uh, North Georgia Business Radio X audience, do it 
find a your way. What we love, the, your your employees, they have different gifts, strengths, and talents. There's a reason why your daughter's doing the social media and not you. There's a reason why the lovely Mrs. Bennett is doing the accounting and not you. And boy, God made us all different. What a beautiful thing. It's, there's a reason why I don't do the bookkeeping. And I got fired from that job about <laughs> one week into our marriage. So Debbie has taken that over and run with it. I mean, that was from uh, it's a personal checking account. I, I was like, yeah, just leave it in there. We'll pay it at the last second. And she's like, uh, no, that's not going to happen. Well, and I think I recall you mentioning off air, Butch, how it made sense for Debbie to be the one over the money because she looks like a million bucks. Which Absolutely. I thought that was very sweet, Debbie. He's just lucky you. Wonderful, wonderful I'll, guy. I'll here. take it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think you also mentioned that's a big reason you love the fly fishing because, you know, you recognize what a great catch you got. So it just seems but natural. Anyway, go. we digress. Enough of Butch's sweet talk about Debbie. But yes, recognizing when you're training people, I, I'd love to do that to let them know here's what must be done. Here are the things, like we were talking off air about, you know, as my kids, if they're doing their farm chores, here's what has to happen. Here's the way we have to keep feed protected. Here's, all right, but here's how I do it. I'd recommend you try that, but feel free to come up with a better way that, that works. And then, without micromanaging, although if it's perceived as that, well, so be it. You do have to go back and check to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard not to take for granted what people know and don't know. So it's key in the training process. This is what we have to do. This is what we can't do. Here's how I do it. Feel free to find a better way, but I'm going to test and make sure that it works out. Right. Yeah. And uh, another interesting aside there is that my, one of my buddies says all the time, if you want to find the best way to do something, my fastest, most efficient way, give a job to a lazy person. There you and, go. And they're going to find the quickest, easiest way to do it. You just have to make sure it's done correctly. Right. There you go. So. On that note, so your your family's in the business. How many other employees do you have? What's what's the headcount looking like? Uh, I think we're up to about nine total. All right. Not counting me. I, th- I think it fluctuates a little bit. And, you know, you brought up something a minute ago about, you know, hiring and that kind of thing. And, and we have, I'm again, I'm going to chalk it up to, god's grace and luck or whatever you want to call it that uh we we hire the best person we can and then find their the best fit for them in the company as it is rather than try to hire somebody for a specific job you know hire the best person then try and tune every you know work everything around that's great best fit for them that's great the, the the only difficulty about that is finding those people because what do you put in the wanted ad? We we have never po- well, we've put a little bit of faith. We've never got anything good out of posting the job on Facebook because mm-hmm. people are just I don't know feeling they just got to apply to so many places. <laughs> right, you, they're just checking unemployment check right, boxes exactly. And so friends and family, neighbors, customers have mm-hmm. sent us everybody that we've got. Okay. And worked out pretty well I, I i like to think we've got a pretty good culture i don't know i want to tell i'm not taking credit for it it just worked out that maybe it's just part of being honest and upfront with people if you're just joining us on north georgia business radio x i'm your host phil benelli here with butch bennett a builder surplus we're so happy you're joining us go back and listen because there's really some great nuggets uh from butch on working with family 
building a great business, letting go when you need to, delegating, and all sorts of things. Um, but I tell you what, the, the, there's such wisdom in, in your approach and um, really getting the right people and empowering others. And I, I think that the reason that you have a great culture, just from listening to you, is because of your example. You work your tail off. You focus on taking great care of customers. And good things happen when you do that. And then you, you focus on letting other people do their best and play into their gifts and talents. That's a wonderful thing. Like I said, that's what we try to do. Um, it's not a perfect science, you know, absolute science or anything like that. It's just you just got to keep working until you get it right. Right. Uh, so going forward for the business, your sales are increasing, which is great. Inventory management is improving. And second location coming sometime uh, in in the near term. Any idea of, of generally where that might be in case anyone in the audience uh, has a has a, a location for lease? Mm, no, nah, we'll hold that. We'll keep that under our hat for now. There I, you go. We got a direction where we want to go, but not really 100% sure. So we'll wait a little bit. And as Will would say, there's plenty of room to grow right here in our parking lot. Yep. All right. Uh Anything, if, if I've never been to Builder's Surplus and I am hearing you and want to come in, what are the things I should think of? Just, again, it sounds like almost all building supplies, certainly doors and windows. Yeah, um, almost anything that a box store is going to sell, we've we've either, we're selling it now, we've tried to sell it, Think we've had appliances at some time that didn't work, that wasn't a real good fit for us. Um, you know, but doors, windows, cabinets, flooring, mm. the big ones, roofing, Um siding from time to time okay uh, and every once in a while you know right now we've got a lot of two by fours a lot of two by fours just happen to have those right now but in the past it's been you know osb and plywood it just depends on what we can get it like like i said before whatever we can get a deal on and put in front of customers all right if you want uh the products you'd get at a big box store but with better service and a place that smells like biscuits on saturday yeah, that's pretty Builder's that's, surplus. That's, it, man. <laughs> that's a place to go. And if you want to know that you're funding fishing, then you know that's a that's a win. I mean, that, that should definitely fit fit into your you know personal equation. You know, no doubt, helping keep me on a. If you keep me on a trout stream, <laughs> it's helping the rest of the employees out. <laughs> oh, I love it! And what a great thing to build a business that can run without you, and where the employees are empowered and they say, "Hey, we got this." Yeah, that, they, that's the attitude they have. They just want you to drop off the biscuit and then go fishing. Pretty much. <laughs> All right. We liked on North Georgia Business Radio X do a wrap-up. So you need to tell me three things, anything you want, that we'll do a freestyle wrap about. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't um, matter what they are. Oh. Guest choice. Trout fishing. Trout fishing. Um, golly, Ned. Let's see. Doors and windows. Doors and windows. It's going to be tough. <laughs> Only what? You've got two out of three. One more thing's all we need. All right. And uh, customer service. Customer service. I'm dying to hear how this goes. All right. Here we go. 
Customer service serving them with the smile. Man, I haven't been trout fishing in a while. I can't wait though. Catch and release. That's okay. Doors and windows. Can I get it? Please open it up. Let my trout stream come in. I want to go fishing with Butch Bennett, my friend. He goes out west going to Colorado or Montana. Nothing rhymes with that. Hey, Hannah Banana. Anyway, go and see them at Builders Surplus. If you want a great deal and quality customer service, it's a must. It smells like biscuits every Saturday. If you want a great deal, Builders Surplus doesn't play. And you know you need to come and hear it next on this episode of North Georgia Business Radio X. Butch, thank you for being with us. Bearing with our wrapping, and I hope that you have a very wonderful uh, and fruitful fishing trip. Thanks, sir. That was spectacular. Ah, oh, appreciate it. <laughs> You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time, and remember to support our local businesses. <laughs> <laughs>